0: Hello and welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I do encourage you to click the link to my other podcast. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies where I cover, of course, films of the 1980s, kind of in keeping with the spirit of the film I'm going to be reviewing today. That film is called Shazam. No, it's not called Captain Marvel, even though that character was, at some point, for a long time, called Captain Marvel in the comics, which confused me to no end when I was a lot younger and reading comics. It's a PG-13 rated film. It does have intense sequences of action, language, and suggestive material. The runtime is... Quite a sizable 2 hours and 12 minutes. Zachary Levi is the main star. Mark Strong, Asher Angel, Jack Dylan Grazer, Jaimon Hansu, and quite a few others are in the film as well. The director is David S. Sandberg, and the screenplay credited to Henry Gayden. In the film, we meet Billy Batson. Billy Batson's a troublemaking 14-year-old who's living in this foster home in Philadelphia. He's been kicked around through a lot of these such homes. After he had been abandoned as a young child to a young mother that he's been searching for ever since she left him at a crowded carnival many years prior. One day the sleuthing prankster gets transported after an act of bravery to another realm and he meets there a powerful and reclusive wizard, played by Jaiman Hansu, who's been on a long-term search himself for someone pure of heart to pass his magical powers to. The wizard bestows upon Billy the power to turn into this muscle-bound, adult-bodied, costumed superhero by using his name of Shazam. Now, along with his superhero-loving best friend in the foster home, Freddy, the still-adolescent-minded Billy has plenty of fun in trying to discover his new powers and all of the things he can do with those, from buying beer to giving the school bullies some comeuppance. It's all in there as teenagers would probably concoct. However, things get serious with the emergence of Dr. Thaddeus Savannah, played by Mark Strong. Savannah was once, as a kid, passed over as unworthy by the wizard, and he seeks to usurp those powers from Billy, along with the cabal of demon-like possessors within Dr. Savannah. They represent the seven deadly sins, who are planning to come to ultimate power with Savannah as their vessel to the outside world. So much more to the story than that. Actually, the plot is much more complicated than I'm giving it credit for here, but I think that would suffice to get you interested. The DC Extended Universe here, continuing its current trend of lightening up the very dark and lumbering tone of its initial mediocre releases with probably its frothiest and funnest outing yet, for this effort... They dust off the longtime comic book character once dubbed Captain Marvel, although nowadays they can't really call him that for reasons that would probably exceed the scope of this review. And they make this a comedy about an abandoned teenager who finds his calling when he's bestowed upon with godlike powers. This one is really all about the wish fulfillment for teenagers because just about every kid has dreamed about becoming a grown-up. And many of those same kids also dream about what it would be like to have superpowers. At least I used to do that quite a lot. Maybe I still do. Billy Batson's the one who actually gets to do these things that we've all dreamt about, even though many have tried and been denied before him. Shazam! is directed by David F. Sandberg. Sandberg gives this film a lot of energy, and it's a real concerted effort to try to be playfully irreverent with this material. He's unconcerned. Even though there are references to Superman and Batman existing elsewhere in the world about striking the same tone as those prior DCEU films, and I think that that's something that the MCU the Marvel Cinematic Universe, had greatly benefited from throughout their 20-plus entries. Every one of the different uh, entities within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, their solo films, are different in tone to what the other films are doing, so we appreciate the variety here. I think in particular if you were going to look for a film to which to compare Shazam to in terms of its tone and its attitude is... On the Marvel side, Spider-Man Homecoming is the one that this one reminds me most of. In fact, the animated beginning of the end credits playing out to a Ramones classic feels very much like it's directly lifting from that film in terms of what it's trying to achieve, and it feels like the kind of superhero flick in tone still with something that would have come out in the 1980s, and that's something that Spider-Man Homecoming shares. You have a mix of the movie called Big, in which a boy becomes a man even though he retains the mindset of a boy. There's a nod to that film in Shazam. He runs over a giant floor keyboard in a toy store. It's a very Spielbergian, kid-centric effort here, the family angst you found in a lot of those Spielberg films. And a lot of the light-hearted Superman films of, of course, 1978 through the 80s in terms of its sequels, those are obvious influences to the main story and what it's trying to achieve here. And as with those films, I think the tone of Shazam does tend to drift into a certain unevenness because people begin to die in this film. Some of them we see flung off of buildings or through high-rise windows to deaths that feel kind of awkward to us because they are so meaningless It's a little troubling there to be so cavalier about such things, but, you know, that is the tone of the film. This is a superhero comedy. It does benefit from a very likable cast of actors. Asher Angel's Billy, as the teenage form, just as fun to observe as Zachary Levi's big-sized counterpart, and that lends this feel of a juvenile man-child a very fun thing to observe as we watch a grown man, especially a very robust and muscular grown man, act like a total kid. Mark Strong is, he's always competent in movies. He does make for an intimidating villain. However, I would say that Mark Strong gets to be less charismatic, as you would expect from him. He's a little bit underserved by being in this mostly one-note role. The film does offer Savannah a bit of a backstory as this child who is thrown away by both the wizard as well as his own family following some tragic events that left him vowing to regain the path he was once offered before fate cruelly yanked it away in one fell swoop. However, any sympathy that we might have for the character is not really well developed beyond that very first scene, and that makes it a bit of a waste to have to explore it. The shoddy, computer-generated gargoyle creations known as the Seven Deadly Sins, those are not nearly as fun or as interesting to observe. Those creatures lend more to that aforementioned unevenness in tone once they start threatening to bite off people's heads. I think all in all, though, Shazam is certainly a fun and sometimes very funny film in many regards, even though it has a few heavy-handed moments. At two hours and 12 minutes in length, though, it does begin to outstay its welcome a bit. It stretches a very thin premise well beyond, I think, what is necessary to tell its story. And that length is especially felt once we get into this third act, and much of the sense of logic is jettisoned in favor of A lot of CG spectacle and reducing the special qualities of becoming a hero by letting just about everyone not only take part, but they're already skilled enough to go mano a mano with powerful godlike demons who've been honing their skills since time immemorial. I mean, it just doesn't make sense at all once you get to that point, but this is the kind of movie where you go into it expecting to have a good time. And not care about whether it's all going to make sense or really adhere to any form of real-world reflection. I mean, it's not a very deep film at all. So along those lines, I would say at least Shazam will likely leave most moviegoers, leaving the theater with a smile. And so I do recommend it. Enough to give it three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a worthwhile viewing for those people who enjoy a good superhero film and don't really want to have a lot of high overhead. I mean, if you compare it to some of those early DCEU, very heavy-handed films, this is a breath of fresh air. And for that, at least, it's a step in the right direction for the franchise. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you have your own thoughts on Shazam, you can find my contact information at my website. You can also leave a comment under my written review, because my website does allow comments now under the reviews. Go to Quipster.net, QW, IP, R.net.